Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Well, here we are on Growing in Grace. Mike Kapler, my name, along with Joel Brzezinski. And yes, it is true for those of you who have been listening for a while or you're noticing it by uh, clicking on our program online. This is number 300. So this, Joel, our 300th program of Growing in Grace, the podcast that we started I don't even know how long ago it was. <laughs> six or seven <laughs> years back. ago. Yeah, earlier this year we did it was six years and yeah. So now we're hitting another milestone, number three hundred. Pretty amazing I, when I you think, think about it. I think there's a movie called Three Hundred. Is there? I think so. The Spartans and all that stuff. The Spartans? I, I have no clue. <laughs> you, you gotta get out more often. <laughs> Turn off your internet and I'm get just, out. I'm just waiting for Bill and Ted three to come out. <laughs> that tells me something right there. With Keanu Reeves, and he's actually going to be in it again. It's so exciting after stuff. 300 podcasts, uh, miracles don't always happen, <laughs> as is now being displayed by Mr. Breeze. That's right. I mean, I just must not be in the spirit right now. <laughs> I must have fallen from, I must have fallen into sin and fallen from grace, and so things aren't clicking right. Well, I'm I'm excited about uh, the program we're going to be doing today because uh, the the focus of of growing in grace has largely been uh, revolving around the importance of understanding your identity in Christ. A lot of people out there don't know who they are, and that's a tragedy to not know who you are. And I'm not just talking about somebody with amnesia or uh, Alzheimer's, but I guess there's some of that spiritually speaking, going on out there, especially amongst Christians. So our focus here is to bring good news to you about who you are in Christ, because there is so much that I did not hear for years and years in my Christian life. So when I I got this breath of fresh air about God's grace and and His goodness, and uh, once I began to understand more of who God has already made us through Christ, then... uh, uh, the Christian life became fun. It became enjoyable. It brought more peace. We talk a lot about peace sometimes, Joel, but to actually begin to experience that in, in, in day-to-day living is a beautiful thing. Yeah, that phrase you just used a little bit ago, fresh, uh, a breath of fresh air. I mean, how many people need that in the world today? And especially how many Christians need that. I mean, going to church week after week or hearing sermons or just hearing messages that kind of just weigh you down and that make you perhaps feel worse about yourself as a Christian or as a child of God and make you wonder, are you really in good standing with God? And then you hear a good news message, one that's biblically based, one that's based upon the truth of, of the real gospel. And what a, f- a breath of fresh air that can be. And it is quite a wonderful thing to truly experience the peace of God. It's peace that, you know, you won't find in, in a worldly sense, but it's it's knowing that you're right with God. It's knowing that he's not far off, but he's right here with you. And we've been, you know, we've been made uh, to be in union with him, even when we're at the worst of our worst behavior-wise uh, it's good to know 
that God is still with us because the forgiveness that he's given us, the righteousness that we've received as a gift, to truly know all of this stuff as reality and uh, to not always go back and forth about these things. It's good to get established in these things, and that's one thing that we've tried to do on this program over these uh, six or, or, more, or more years, helping to people just get that breath of fresh air, get that sense of the true peace that they have with God. And that's one thing I'm thankful for, that God has helped you and me, Cap, to be able to get together and, and discuss this stuff. It helps you and me, and I believe it's helping some people out there as they listen in to Growing in Grace. So today, and perhaps maybe for some future programs, but starting today here on our 300th program, uh, Joel and I, are, we're just, we're just going to be talking back and forth as we usually do. That We don't rehearse our programs, and that's what I, I think a lot of people like is this is just, we're just real, okay? We're just regular guys, regular people like you. We just like talking things out about what we're learning and experiencing about this grace and this unconditional love that, that God has, has shown to us through His Son. And so today, I think what we'll start out talking about, Joel, are some things that really we won't elaborate deeply on them because you can go back and listen to 300 programs worth probably. We may say some <laughs> things in a different way in the moments and in the, in the weeks ahead, but I think we just want to focus on, on some key points about this grace revolution that we've been experiencing. I, I think some key points that were really important to, to us as individuals, and hopefully um, some of what we have to share will be a blessing to you. Joel, uh, you came up with the, the with, with the phrase game changers. The, these are like these were major game changers for us in our Christian life. Yeah, some there are various times in my life, Cap. I know I know it's been the same with you and and with our listeners where something clicks. You hear something, or you're thinking about things, and you hear a verse, or something happens, and it just revolutionizes your thinking. Things just change, you know, and, and yeah, I just, that term just kind of popped in my head. These are game changers, things that change everything. You've believed things a certain way all your life, all your Christian life, or for a certain period of time, and then all of a sudden, the lights go on, and you see things fresh, and you see things anew. So we're going to be talking about some of those things that really make all the difference in the world when it comes to understanding the gospel and, and God's grace and, and all these things. Cap, I guess, you know, why don't we go back to the very beginning? This is just what kind of where I'm sort of led to go right now, at least in my head, is uh, the very beginning, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and how when I began to understand what that tree was all about, and I, I'm not even going to say that I know what it's all about, but there was a time a few years ago when I was thinking about this, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil versus the tree of life. As everybody knows, in the Garden of Eden, there was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, there was the tree of life, Adam and Eve were told not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And when I first realized that it's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, it wasn't just the tree of the knowledge of evil. It wasn't just bad things that they were banned from doing, <laughs> but, it, but it was eating from this tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That changed things. And then uh, when I realized that it was contrasted with the tree of life, and uh, in the Bible we find Jesus being the tree of life, you know, Jesus Christ himself, he said, I am the way, the truth, 
and the life. And if you think about the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which we've also on this program in the past, we've called it the law tree or the morality tree. The morality tree, the law tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, is not the way, the truth, and the life. Only Jesus is. And so we've got, you know, that's one thing that uh, changed things in my life when I realized it's not about me trying to avoid evil and do good, but it's about me getting to know the one who is the life, and that's Christ himself. Yeah, that's good stuff. And, you know, one thing to keep in mind about that morality tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, it had what appeared to be good fruit. I mean, it was producing what appeared to be good fruit. Yet God said, stay away from that altogether and, and abide in, in the, the true vine, the true tree of life, Jesus Christ being that tree. We can bear the fruit because he's the one producing it. And that's the tree God wants us to hang around. Mm-hmm. So um, what about you, Cap? What would be a big thing in your life that kind of revolutionized your thinking? What was a game changer in your life? One of the first game changers, Joel, was at a, a very critical time for me in, in my Christian life where I was starting to observe some of the different things that just did not add up. <laughs> there were some things that were not adding up. I'm not talking about my faith being shaken in God or that I wasn't I didn't question whether God existed or any of that kind of thing. It's just that much of what I had been taught and learned throughout various doctrines and various churches, some of it just didn't add up. And so one of the real game changers for me at this critical time before I entered into this grace revolution that we talk about so much was realizing that my sins past, present, and future, had already been forgiven. I wasn't asking God for forgiveness anymore. I wasn't seeking it from Him. I didn't have to beg, borrow, and plead. I didn't have to confess my sins to be forgiven. That was always a, a bit of a stumbling block for me because it's something that uh, was a big part of my doctrine that I had been taught. Confess your sins and He'll forgive you your sins. So we've talked about this before. Again, we're not going to elaborate that much, but it was a, it was a game changer for me, Joel, because this just lifted such a huge burden off of me to realize that forgiveness had already taken place. It wasn't something I had to seek anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it it changed my life too when I realized that I was forgiven. Past, present, and future. I mean, my past sins, my present sins, my future sins, all of it was taken away in one move, in one sacrifice, the once and for all sacrifice of Jesus Christ. When I realized that if I had to get forgiven over and over again, in other words, if I had sinned and then was forgiven and, and that sin was covered, but then I sinned again and that would have to get forgiven again, that would mean that Christ would have to keep going back on the cross time after time after time after time after time, billions and trillions, and there's not a big enough number to count the times that Jesus would have to keep going back on the cross. And so it was just a, a, a definitely a breath of fresh air for me when I realized that my sins are all forgiven. They've all been taken away all because of the one-time sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And, and because of, uh, and, and go back and search for a, a program on the Growing in Grace website, growingingrace.org, where you'll find us talking about the once-and-for-all sacrifice of Jesus Christ and how, well, how the uh, once-and-for-all sacrifice of Jesus Christ took all sin away forever, and he never went upon the cross again. It was just one time. Past, present, and future sins all taken away. 
through the one sacrifice of Christ. It changed everything for me. And, and, and it's a big deal because that's one of the things that people really wrestle with. They lose sight of their identity and guilt and condemnation creep in, you know, because, yeah, what, what if there are sins that you don't confess? What if some slip away? That are, or does that mean you're not forgiven? And wow, where does that leave you? I mean, lots of questions there, right? Well, those questions have been answered through what we've just been talking about here, the final one and only sacrifice of, of Jesus Christ. Otherwise, really, this is just kind of a an old covenant way of thinking. If you have to confess all your sins to be forgiven, the only thing that we're leaving out, I guess, is, is the animal. Animal sacrifice, uh, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So these are some of the game changers, and it's all really good news, of course, some of the game changers that helped us begin to enjoy the Christian life the way God has meant us to do. Ah, yes, indeed, Cab. Christ saved us so that we could have peace with God. He saved us so that we could experience abundant life. And if you don't feel like you're experiencing the abundant life, and, and that doesn't mean that everything's always going to go your way, not talking about that, but it means that you're realizing and understanding that you have this union with God and that you're at peace with God and so on and so forth. If you don't feel like you're experiencing abundant life in Christ, then just keep on getting yourself rooted, grounded, and established in these gospel truths, the truth of the good news of Jesus Christ. Well, we've got more of these life-changing truths, these game-changers to share in the weeks to come right here on Growing in Grace. Thanks for being with us for podcast number 300, and thanks for sharing it with a friend as well. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.